Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip again. I hope you're doing well. Just sitting here at the house. Been a lo- been a slow day, but it's been a nice day. <clears throat> but you know, um, the title of this one is uh, a call to repentance. And you know, there's a there's a lot going on in our world right now. It's, it's it's sad, really. It's really sad, you know. Uh, you know, I wonder in a year or two years, or I'll look back on these podcasts and it'll be a different different world. Or will it be the same United States? Will it be? Will it be um, different borders, boundaries? Definitely different politics, I'm sure. But I hope it's for the better. But you know, uh, <clears throat> I saw on the news that the world is... Uh, the world has even taken notice of all the evil that has happened uh, in recent, under the current administration. There's been um, so many policemen killed everywhere. There's been the 14-year-old boy that was murdered in Florida by a homeless guy. The school shooting the other day. Um, stuff going on out west in Oregon. It just, I can think of some more, but I can't think of where they were. But it's just going on and on and on. And, and you know, our our high-up leaders like to justify people's right to commit these crimes and persecute the people that, that defend themselves and... and this is an upside-down society. Uh, we're losing, we're losing grasp with reality. And you know, when I hear these things, and I hear people in the media saying, "Oh, you shouldn't defend yourself. You, you shouldn't own a gun. You shouldn't do whatever." But these aren't the people that are having their houses broken into and raped and killed and steal and getting beaten to death. You know, there was a girl beaten to death also the other day by her boyfriend. I mean, what kind of sick and demented person out there thinks that you shouldn't have a right to defend yourself? And I don't know. I think, I mean, I don't understand how people think about it, but you think you can dial 911 when somebody's pounding the crap out of you with a ball bat? And then if even if you could manage to get through to 911 if they're stabbing you in the chest with a steak knife, do you think the police are going to roll up in time to save your life? Um child molestations on the rise. Child Murders, infanticide, 
I mean, it's crazy what our world is going through. Absolutely crazy. But I know there's several of you out there listening will say the same thing I am about to say. I know exactly why it's happening. It's the lack of God and and an overabundance presence of evil. You know, the Lord says in Joel, I mean, it's a lot of good reading in here, but I just have to hit the highlights. I can't read it all. Uh, He says in Joel 2, starting at 12, Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and with mourning. Surrender your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness. And he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Now, just for all those people out there that say, Oh, God is a loving God and he doesn't want us doing... um, what do you call it? Uh, capital punishment. He doesn't want people dying. He de- <coughs> Excuse me. He doesn't think we should be calling out sin. What does this say right here? He says he's slow to anger, and he relents from doing harm. It doesn't say he doesn't do harm, and it doesn't say he never gets angry. But you know, the Bible's full of places where it tells us to repent of our sins and be forgiven. And if you are a Christian or godly uh, person and you obey the two commandments that Jesus gave us, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. If you love yourself... Do you go around drinking poison, beating yourself, wrapping yourself in barbed wire, or electrocuting yourself? No. You do good for yourself. If you were to do all that, we wouldn't be doing the crap that we're doing. Furthermore, I believe the biggest problem is our lack of punishment in this country. Casting blame elsewhere. Oh, man, it would be a novel thing to punish the criminal, wouldn't it? (laughs) But, you know, it goes on down, starting in verse 18. He says, The land refreshed. Then the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and you wine and oil, and you will be satisfied by them. I will no longer... Make you a reproach among the nations. But that's only if you go back up to where I started, he says, if we turn to him with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Who is fasting and weeping these days? I'll tell you who's fasting and weeping. The people out there on the streets that are homeless and don't have anything to eat, they're fasting and weeping. Most of the people in this country 
are too busy to even know what fasting and weeping is, unless they're weeping because somebody cut them off in traffic. Our world. Oh, it's so messed up, people. So messed up. We've got an administration that says we can't travel without having COVID vaccinations, but yet they're letting third world country people by the thousands cross our borders without proving they're vaccinated, bringing in smallpox and COVID into this country. Where's the logic in that? Are you blind? Are people blind? Gas, three thirty a gallon. But that's okay. We ain't had an impeachment hearing in a couple of years, have we? Now they're starting to enforce the policies that they called the former president's names over. There's no rhyme or reason except pure... Self-centered chaos. That's where this world is. Self-centered chaos. In February, in Austria, the law is coming into effect. If you don't have a vaccine, you're fined, I think it's 2,400 euros and up to four weeks in jail. Australia, the country that's locked down. People cannot come and go from Australia quarantine centers and all kinds of stuff. How did the new variant get in the country and out of the country if it's so secure? And if everybody over there, most of them are vaccinated. Do people not think for yourselves anymore? I'm just trying to figure it out. I don't understand. We need to get back to bending our knees. I like what Denzel Washington said. He said, I hope that when you get in bed at night that you put your bedroom shoes so far up under the bed that by the next morning you have to get down on your knees to find them. And while you're on your knees, you can spend some time praying to God. That is profound, people, profound. You know, I don't understand. I do. I say I don't understand, but I do understand. I know it's purely prophetic. It's biblical. You know, we we look back on this Bible and we read things that are recorded that happened thousands of years ago. But thousands of years ago, these prophets were going through the land telling people things. You know, like Joel and Malachi and Hosea, Daniel, Jeremiah. They were all going through the land with Israel and telling them, Job, you know, prophesied to, uh, oh, was it Nineveh? About repenting 
I guarantee you those people didn't listen too much at that time. Some of them did, some of them didn't, but they were in bad times too, and they were living with the prophets that were telling them to repent. We're in the same phase, we're in the same place, but I really don't think anybody's going to write a Bible about us. I don't think there's going to be any books published in five or ten years that's going to be scriptural about the prophets of 2021. Definitely nobody's writing a book about Prophet Chip. It's all here. I mean, it's all in these books that what we need to do, what's going to happen... The fulfillment of prophecy in the end times. I just wonder how close we are to it. I mean, can you imagine? Jesus said, nobody knows the day or the hour except the, except God. <clears throat> you imagine? He's walking around up there. I mean, how much is enough already, you know? How much does he have to put up with before he says, all right, that's it, stop. I've had enough. I've had enough. This is tomorrow's the day. We're going to fix it. When is enough enough? But maybe, I mean, you know, we see it from our side, the created side. We don't know everything. And we wonder when he's going to do something. But then. I sit up there, I think he sits up there and he says, well, Chip, if if you only knew what I knew, what was going to happen in six months, you would, you would not want me to end the world right now. You know, I got big plans and, and I see whatever's coming up. You see, there's always God's mercies. And who knows? Who Absolutely knows. You know, what if the COVID was a great purging of faith, mostly, of people having faith and continuing to worship and put their trust in God and not cowering into the government? That is a novel concept right there. I don't know, people. I don't know. Just ask me. I can prove it. I don't know. But what I do know is God is still sovereign. He's still my God. He's still in control. And if He wants us to last six more months or a year or five years, that's what we'll do. But until then, I will not stop praying and worshiping and asking the Lord to watch after my family and my friends and granting us grace every day. You know, I go to sleep every night. I close my eyes. And if I wake up tomorrow, I get to do it all over again. 
I get to cover my family and friends with prayer one more day. That, people, is a beautiful thing. As many days as I'm here on this earth, I get to keep my family and my friends covered in prayer. And that right there makes it all worthwhile. Just turn to the Lord with all your heart, like the Scripture says. Turn to the Lord with all your heart. Pray, fast, weep if you have to, and mourn and repent. And I promise you, things will get better. And this is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in, and God bless.